Blog Talk Radio. Uh, 
elements of our lives, uh, of our past. Even as, even as we are here, we incarnate into this body for a reason. Many of us don't know why. Some of us do. You know, some of us become aware of it later um, or early on. They understand their reason for being here or understand their um, their fate, you know, in the early, early years. Uh, but unfortunately with me, uh, it took me a number of years to kind of figure out, you know, what um, I was hearing, what I was feeling. And uh, I did a lot of study, a lot of research over many, many years. I, I'm, I'm an old guy now, and I mean, considered old guy. I'm not, I can't collect Social Security yet, but I'm still an older guy. And um, I, you know, I, I've, when I say I've studied philosophy and metaphysics for, yeah, yeah, forty years, at least forty years of my life, then uh, you know, you can kind of give me an, get an idea of how old I am. When, when you know, my 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 entire essence, if you will, being has um, it's kind of, it's kind of like you know you you like a root you know like a flower or a tree or something that that's growing you know and essentially and essentially you you just grow out of your shoot you know you you know and you blossom you know it's like you you're, you're forced you know. Uh, through the green uh, sprouts, uh, I forget the Dylan Thomas uh, poem, but uh, through the green root or something, sprout, whatever it was, famous poem. But uh, I, uh, the, the one thing that I that I can understand now that it took me many years to understand is that I always felt. All the, all the feelings you feel about these people that have passed on, and the memories that you have, and the and the uh, pictures that you keep, or the mementos, or the you know the things, that's your connection to them, and they and and their connection to you. The only difference is that you know, as we grow older and more distant. To the a loss, okay. It it uh, the, the barriers start to exist. They start to develop. One of them is, uh, of course, is grief. You know, extreme grief when you can't even think of these people for a while because it, it just hurts too much to be um, to lose them. You know, um, it's so debilitating. You know, the loss. Um, you know, and my father, my, my I lost my brother, my grandfather when I was a young kid. I was like eleven. Uh, we were very, very close. And and later, my grandfather and uh, my other grandfather, I I, I loved deeply, and uh, we were very close as well. And and uh, we, you know, you 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 really, really, really. Try not to think about it, you know. Yeah, you go to the funeral and you, you know, you go to the whatever the services and stuff, and you, you know, say okay, and you cry and you grieve and you feel bad and you go home and you have a drink or whatever you have and you know, kind of get over it, and then you know, life goes on, and you try to get over it. But yeah, some deaths take years and years and years to get over, and you know, some. Not so long, but those that take years to get over, I think you have to understand that you have that connection, um, that uh, very, very, very close bond to those people, and those people are trying to communicate with you, and they will, and they will, if you just open your mind to it, and uh, I guess I I could feel their presence or that I could hear them when I was younger but um, but I start, I could actually I could almost visualize them sometimes next to me or or near me or 
you know, uh, smiling at me or whatever they were doing. Um, and then as I grew older and more um, uh, can I say more more uh, more closely uh, more closely aligned with my self, more of my own feelings and understanding them. And having experienced death so many times over and over and over again, oh my God. I mean, you know, by the time I was, I don't know, 20 years old, I basically lost all my grandparents, uh, you know, my uh, one of my brother, cousin, close cousin, um, you know, and uh, uncles and aunts and stuff like that. So it was like, but but more so the the, the very close one. I was fortunate I hadn't lost a parent very young. Um, I did lose one, you know, twenty years ago, which was you know my father. But you know I did. I, but I was very very close to my grandparents. So when I was young, so the one the loss of them was very, um, very um, devastating to me. And it turned it, it, these losses. Uh, I said again, they, they created these barriers that I had. One of them was a fear, fear of death, fear of dying, my God, and the loss, fear of loss, the loss that I felt was so bad. But yet, I, and I wanted to try somehow, somehow, to try to find a way to, to, to I, I couldn't believe that I had really lost them. And I, you know, yeah, go to church and I tell you, oh, yeah, you know, the soul, the soul is on and on and on and on. Well, that's wonderful, but they don't tell you how the soul can contact you or how you can contact the souls that, that pass on. In fact, they discourage that. They know it's a demonic practice, you know, that's blah, 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 blah. Well, quite frankly, I never believed in anything that church has ever told me or ever said. You know, they just didn't make any sense to me. They made absolutely no sense to me. You know, maybe when I was six or seven years old, uh, something made sense. But after that, it made no sense to me. So I kind of, you know, played along with it and went to church because that's what your parents told you to do. And, you know, and kneeled down till it hurt, you know, in the, in the, in the pews. And then, you know, eh, you know, and then you try to try like hell not to fall asleep through the sermon. And you know, and 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 then you know, it's about how useless religions are because they really don't, they really don't allow you to experience um, these things. You know, they put this hocus pocus ceremonies over every funeral and death service, and oh, you going to heaven or he's going to hell or you maybe not gone anywhere. Or he's still there, and you can love him and kiss him and love him and that. But they don't tell you how to talk to them, and they don't tell you that they talk to you. You know, they don't tell you how you can see them and feel them, and that they're trying to communicate with you. No, 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 they can't. They're, they have to go through some kind of hocus-pocus bull. And then if you do talk to you, oh, God, forget it. Yeah, yeah, forget it. You're demon-possessed, you know. You're psychotic or something. But you just don't understand... You know, they won't let you understand that you, uh, you have the ability to communicate with these people. Yes, these souls that pass on. You will one day be one of them. So if you will one day be one of them, wouldn't you think you would know, you would try to learn to, you know, or you would be open to, to, to communicating with those spirits? Well, you know, if you are taught to pray to God, pray to God, pray to God, who, who the hell is he? Who is God? You know? Who is God? Oh, he's the creator. Oh, yeah. oh he's Jesus coming back to save your ass. Oh, yeah, he's he's the great savior of all mankind. You know, come on. Give, give me a break. The savior of mankind is mankind, Okay. You're this, your own savior, Pally. Okay, <laughs> lady and gentlemen, you're your own savior. You are Christ. You are you. Okay, 
Christ ain't going to be there to say, hey, come on up and join me. No. You know, your parents or your grandparents or your loved ones, or you, they will be there. They will say, you know, why do you have to look at some guy who's, you know, been dead for 2,000 years, okay, uh, murdered by the Jews and murdered by, you know, the Romans and, uh, you know, for, for being an outspoken radical. You know, hey, all he said is, I'm no king. He said, I'm not a king. Don't worship me. I'm telling you that you are me. And that's what that was all about. The Christ story was just a metaphor, man, for being you. Right? You are you. You are the Son of God. You are God. Okay? They're all little gods. Everybody's a little demigod. Or they all think they are. Yeah? Um, but that, but that, I, I guess what you what I'm trying to get at is we impose these insane barriers upon our own trans-dimensional ability, okay, and our, and our own ability to to communicate trans-dimensionally, to travel trans-dimensionally, to see other dimensions, and, and to to, to enlighten ourselves to 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 levels that that, that I mean Buddhas and, and 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 monks of different you know you know uh, and and, and uh, people who meditate and people who you know communicate and, and and have always communicated with spirits you know these people are the enlightened ones and they're the ones who have been able to accept and maintain their uh, portal of communication with with the other dimensions, all right? And that's simply what it is, other dimensions. They are in another dimension, you know? And then last, one, uh, one of the other shows I did, uh, there were, they stated there were actually 12 dimensions. And we, and I spoke about that, and you can go back to one of the latter shows I think I did in June, um, or July. Um, but the the uh, the concepts are pretty simple. Here we exist in third dimension. All right. The fourth dimension we also live in. Yes, we live in that when we're sleeping. We 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 travel uh, interdimensionally through space time. You know. Uh, without our bodies, our minds, our spirits are simply, you know, there. And fourth dimension is so convoluted in a way because it's so confusing there because it's what you are thinking, what you're imagining, what you're living, what your, you know, what your desires are, what your fears are. It's it's everything jumbled up into one. Okay, so when we cross over. We are prisoners of our of our own desires, prisoners of our own fears, prisoners of our own um, um, beliefs. You know, and 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 so what happens is we become wrapped up in there, wrapped up in that whatever our insanity was here. It's magnified there. And entraps us. The only way that people move on from 4D, okay, is through the. I I believe it's through the love and the emotional connection that you know binds them to one another to, 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 to not not hatred, not fear, not not misery, not sorrow, not pain. Because in the next line, in fourth and fifth dimension all existence, there is no physical pain. But there is emotional pain. Spiritual pain. The spirit can still suffer. 
but not in the same way that you know, um, you know, that the body suffers. Okay, and but the spirit cannot. The spirit really cannot experience death. It can just experience emotional pain, devastation, and it may even be able to experience oblivion.
and sorrow and grief and and wisdom and stupidity, you know, and ignorance and you know, getting through these things, humility and arrogance and um, you know all the things that life tries to teach you and humbles you to and and, and, and directs you to. But once you can And I say this, I, you know, <laughs> I've been accused of being uh, narcissistic by my best friends, you know. And, and But, you know, to, in order to do what I do, you have to be out there. Um, you have to have a, a, a persona uh, so that people know who you are, you know. If you're going to teach, you got to be have enough um, confidence in yourself to, to, to uh, promote yourself, you know. Uh, and to promote your teachings, I mean, was was uh, you know they killed Christ because you know well if you believe in the Christ story they killed him because he said he was God. <laughs> I mean, you know, talk about narcissism. You know, you know, I guess that you know you you know, can't get more than that. You know, walking around there, I'm God. You know, but um, that's that's why. Uh, you know, people people put down um, people who self-promote or people who think that they, you know, people who teach or people who have something to say, they're always criticized, they're always demoted, they're always dragged through the briar or, if you will, crucified, you know. But, you know, once you lose your self, and you put somebody else up there. You're putting somebody else up there. You're putting that, your soul up there, and you're saying, "Hey, I don't care what you think. This is the way it is. The way I see it. The way I understand it. And the way that the world sees it. And it's based not on my fictitious, uh, you know, uh, dream analysis. It's based upon years and years and years of rigid, rigid." Uh, uh, Reading and research and meditations and and and, and self discovery and understanding always that the more your ego is in check, the less you will learn. I mean, the more your ego is front is front and center, the less you are able to um, learn, you know, and experience because. You're always defending yourself. You're always defending your ego. You're always out there, you know. Uh, you know, so, oh, I can't believe it. Oh, that's crazy. I can't, I can't look dumb. I can't look stupid. I can't look this. I can't look that. You know, I have to dress right. I have to, you know, do the, you know, speak right. And, yeah, it, you know what I mean. It just, you know, you become like a mannequin, you know, or a fashion model or something, you know. So you, you know, where people just dress you, you know, and you can't even dress yourself. So, you know, once you get past that, that phoniness, that 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 consumerism that 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 overwhelms every aspect of your existence, you know, your earthly existence, where I gotta have this, I gotta have that, I gotta have more money, I gotta have millions, I gotta have jillions, I gotta you know, I gotta 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 get it. Um you know Once you get it, then you want to get it more. Once you get that, you got to get more. got to get more, 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 more. you got to get everything, you know. So there's no end to that. Well, there is an end to it. That's death, all right? Death puts an end to that. But what happens when you get on the other side, when you cross over? If your whole life was consumed by, by, by getting stuff, you know, all of a sudden, you go over there and there's, there's no money, you know. There's no uh, uh, wait a minute. This my money. It was my money. I got millions in cash. Everybody laughs at you over there because you don't need it. And you say, well, why not? Because anything you want, you can have over here without without money. Oh, you want to have money? Fine. Take out all the money you want. It's worthless over here, you know. Uh, and 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 that's why fourth dimension is so interesting. 
a place because you can create your own existence there. You create it now. You think about it. You think in fourth dimension, actually, and you create it here in the third dimension. What you think about, you're crossing over continually, not physically, but in your mind. Your mind is experienced fourth dimensional existence constantly. That's what you dream from. That's where daydreams are. That's where your 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 inspirations come from. That's where everything comes from, that fourth dimensional realm. But once you cross over there, you can become trapped there. You know that you're dead. But you don't know that you have to move on from there. You have to move to a fifth dimension and sixth dimension and so on. But the fifth dimension is where you strive to go. Because in your spirit, once you cross over to the fourth, you are confused. You are in a cloud of confusion. But once you decide that your life is worth this spiritual entity worthy of the good of you know and you're seeking the good you're not seeking evil you're not you don't want to do evil in the world you don't want to do evil in any world you don't want to have that um, darkness of soul all right when you cross over you want light you want to be with God you want to be like God you want to be full of light full of life full of joy full of happiness that's what you want to be if you don't want that well I don't know what your problem is but <laughs> you know if you want an eternity of misery and darkness and horrors and you know vampires it's like you know okay you know it's, it's yours it's your choice God bless you you know I don't want to be around you I don't want to know you What my what I'm trying to say is you have to believe that you can communicate with the spirit world because you already do and they communicate with you. Either they communicate with you through your dreams or through your most emotions or tender moments where you can you you suddenly have these memories of them. Because they're tapping you on the shoulder. They're tapping you. They're talking to you and saying, Don't forget me. Don't forget me. You know? We love you forever. We care for you forever. We are spirits. And you will one day be with us. You can't deny that. You can't help but dying that's what we do as part of living on this earth is die like everything dies you know but again everything is reborn you know everything on this planet is a symbol or a metaphorical Everything is a metaphorical existence, even ourselves. We're constantly renewing. We're constantly learning. We're constantly revising. We're constantly in a mobile type of um, evolving type of, 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 of existence. Everything changes. Everything is new. Everything dies and comes back. Everything falls asleep and wakes up. All right? So our intentions are the same way. And when we die, we don't die. We know this. What we do is we transfer dimensions. We go to a higher dimension that does not need physical um, a physical body. 
how do they communicate with us, and why do they communicate? I think I, I think I've tried to explain that rather well, but they communicate with us through many many things. Um, sometimes it can be a very physical thing, like. Uh, reason 
the only thing is, is you have to learn while you're here because you came here to learn. You know, there are there are trillions and fun trillions of souls of different aliens, different species of different races of different. You know, I mean that's creation. You know, they're all existing within the uh, mind of God, the mind of their creator, the great creator, the prime creator. Yeah. And uh, each creation has becomes a co-creator. Each, each of us is a co-creator because we have an imagination. We experience stuff. We create stuff. We keep creating every day. We create every day our daily lives, minute by minute, second by second. You know, we create. We create what we're going to do that day, you know. And, uh, you know, whatever it is that we create, if it's a cake or if it's a baby or if it's a, you know, um, a poem or a painting or a, a puzzle or, uh, you know, uh, uh, design something or, you know, work for a company and, you know, creating things and even create paperwork, you know, it's like you're creating something, helping someone, servicing something. That's what we're here to do. And that's what we do every day. But my thrust tonight, what I wanted people to understand is that in order to communicate with the spirit world, you must be open to it. And by being open to it means to allow yourself to break down all of those walls that you have, the walls of fear, the walls of confusion, the walls of grief, you know, and 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 and, and that that allow that that um, prevent you from seeing those people who so really want to communicate with you. And And you can hear them. Once you do, you can hear them and you can see them. You know? Um, Maria, for instance, she sees them. I more often hear them, but, you know, but she actually can see them. And when when I've had many readings with Maria, she's described them to me. She's never seen them before. She just described them to what she sees, how they introduce themselves to her to talk to me. And I can I can see them immediately. I recognize who they are immediately without knowing their names. They don't like grandfather or my father or my brother or my you know. I can see them. I can see them and I can understand them and I can uh and I immediately know who they are. But the way I see it is if I, if when Maria opened it up to me, was like she says, I've always been this way. I've, I can always do this. I've always been able to do this. But it was because Maria opened up young her mind. She could believe. She could see them. She, was, she, you know, she had faith that she saw them and, you know, didn't deny it. Right? Once I understood that, I had been hearing them and seeing them all along, but I was denying their existence because of my own fear. I mean, maybe I'm going crazy, or maybe I'm psychotic, or maybe there's demonic, or maybe you know all the crazy things you think about when you're young, and then you, as you learn and experience and and trust those, trust yourself, and trust those entities that are coming to you, and trust those. Um, feelings and thoughts and you realize there's nothing to fear here these people are real and then you recognize them they recognize they're talking to you and they're saying finally you 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 you, you know i'm so grateful that you can hear me now i'm so grateful that i can talk to you and they and they give you guidance and they give you 
uh, warning, and they give you, they fill in the blanks of their own past that you don't realize, or they, um, they're watching out for you, you know, uh, or giving you tremendous guidance or insight that that you couldn't have otherwise. So, in this show tonight, on this program, if I can get across anything to to anyone listening tonight, it's to trust yourself, trust your own instincts, trust your own feelings, trust your own um, emotions. You know, knowing that these people, these you, these people, you will recognize them. You will recognize them. And I, and like I say, you know, don't try to talk to Ben Franklin or something. I mean, yeah, <laughs> if if you're the spirit of Ben Franklin, you know, question it, right? But what I'm saying is, if you hear your father, or you hear your mother, or you hear your brother, or you hear your sister, or your or your cousin, or your or your mentor, or your best friend, or or, or friends, or uh, or relatives that you know you you knew and you cared for, and you could. And you could, you, you, and you can authenticate them and their and their intentions. And and of course, you you only want the best, you know, the highest and best. You only want you don't want demon demons bothering you, or and you, you don't want the people uh, who may have passed over who harmed you, or you know, who you know living in a fourth dimensional hell of their own, trying to bring you in and influence you. All right. No, you have to be careful, and you have to speak only to those who you loved and who loved you. You know, you don't have to speak to everybody. You, know? you don't have to trust everybody, but um, you'll find that most. Not all, but most people are like spirits. They're like they're like spirits. They they as above, so below. Yeah. Once you ascend, it only means that you're wiser. You're you're you know, we have a, a degree of knowledge and experience that you don't have here. You know. You now it's there, so you experience that and you know it. But some people, when they die, they don't know they're dead. You know, they just kind of like, why is this weird? I can't. Where are my friends? Where 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 am I? You know. And uh, it takes a while for them to acknowledge the fact that they're actually dead. You know. So I don't know. You know it, it's it's uh, it's difficult to explain, but once you experience it it's easy to explain it's easy to understand and you and and you no longer fear you know them you no longer fear the dead you 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 embrace them as wise spirits as as you know like um some cultures uh, you know embrace their ancestors you know and um you know for their wisdom, for their, you know, understanding, and 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 that's a good thing. You know, that's a good thing to, you know, not to be afraid of those people, not the ones you love. Always be afraid of the ones that hurt you, the ones that hated you, or the ones you hated for some reason. They can still do harm to you if they're crossing over. There is a hell. There is a heaven, but the hell and the heaven are of your making, right? It's of your making, right? Um, I could tell you stories, but I, I'd rather not tell you stories about personal um, um, conversations that I've had with with the dead, but you know some of them. Uh, especially my friend Bill and George, and of course Maria has, has you know, um, 
explain that as well. But unless we are unless we are convinced and convinced ourselves that there's far more to life than living, um, if we can put our rational minds, our reasonable minds, our earthly minds, our, you know, five senses, okay, um, aside, if we can get past this self, then we realize that, my God, my God, what a prison we're in here. What a prison this body is. What a prison this, what a, you know, what kind of a sentence am I in here? Self-imposed or, you know, what? You know, there are many, many, many wonders on earth. There are many splendid things to see and feel and experience. But there are many, many, many horrors that that, that plague our existence as well, like disease of course, death and and uh, misery. You know, it's just uh, oh God, disability, pain, uh, all of these things. These things just are here to you know destroy us. You know, and destroy our, our spirit as well. You know, make us feel completely um, embodied and imprisoned and you don't want that you don't want to ever feel that way yeah uh, of course if you're you know you're paraplegic and you're sitting there and going dude i can't move i can't breathe well you know what that's true you know you have may have those limitations but god willing you still have your mind and you still have your spirit that's sitting there going why is this happening to me and can this be corrected and if not, then let me accept it and move on. Let me do the best I possibly can with what I have for the remainder of my life. And just know in the joy of knowing that after I pass away, I won't have any of these restrictions. I'll be free, you know, to do whatever it is I want, you know, to love and be loved and, you know, uh, fly around the moon and, you know, what, whatever I want in the world, I can do. Whatever I want, I need, I have whatever I want to have, I can have because it's all a matter of thought and manifestation from that point. Thought manifestation, which is what we do here too. But with here, it's more difficult because there's a time element. It takes a little longer to create what we need to create. We have to visualize it and work hard to, for it to come around. Whereas in fourth dimensional existence, and so you, you, it's immediate. It's immediate. Whatever you want is there. It's transformed, and your reality is because it's all spiritual. There's nothing physical. It's all holographic. You know. A lot of people say that we're physical here too. I mean, we're holographs, but. I find that a little more difficult because it's so much solid. Uh, it's so solid. It's so hard to walk through a wall, you know what I mean? But, um, but nevertheless, I hope you got something out tonight. I, I didn't mean to ramble on. I, I don't think that I did. I tried to keep it quite on the path. But again, I, I wanted to tell you that the, the, the barriers of communication with the spirit world are number one, grief. The idea of separation, the distance that they're no longer here, they're on the ground, you know, they've been cremated, you know, um, they're physically no longer here. Of course, the loss 
accepting the loss is one of the greatest barriers because it's a loss. It's it's like, oh my God, my best friend, or my mother, or my father, or my sister, or my brother, or you know, my dog, or you know, a cat, or you know, whatever it may be. Um, the loss, you know, the abandonment, the the anger that you have for losing somebody and. You know, and the confusion, you know, that barricades you from that, from thinking of them anymore because it hurts, because of the pain. But if you knew that they were there, just on the other side of your sight, but talking to, they can talk to them. And as they talk to you, you can visualize them, you can see them. You can see them laughing and you can see them talking to you seriously and you can see them giving you long, long, you know, hours of, 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 of joyful conversation. And yes, they do. They do, they do. They have with me. I know this I, for a fact. And, um, and it's a joy. It's a joy to be able to talk to them and to know that they're still there and know that you're not alone. That, uh, and even if you are alone and if you have nobody over there that you love or could love you, then call upon someone who will. Call upon a master. Call upon a muse. Call upon a spirit of kindness, a spirit of goodwill, a spirit of compassion and joy know, to teach you to and to um, embrace you in their love, which they will do, and which they do already. There, believe it or not, there are spirits that are so wonderful, so generous, so loving, that they will reincarnate to come back to this earth just to bring life, lessen pain, bring joy, bring laughter, bring wonder to humanity. Yeah. They're here. They're physicians. They're, you know, civil rights attorneys. You know, they're activists, they're you know, teachers, they're they're just so many really wonderful people that have been have come back to this world to help enlighten those that are here and work with those into the ascension process. And when you identify those people and you see them and you know them and you've worked with them and you say they all know each other one way or another they all know they're here for that reason it's a wonderful thing it's kind of like having being in the fifth dimension in that community of light spirits and a community of wonder and, and ever joy and compassion and love and you know goodwill and that's what I want to leave you with tonight and you know I want to leave you with that concept that what we strive for what people are in those in the other dimensions, especially those people that we love and that we know. They're there for you. They want to communicate with you as well. But all you have to do is break down the barriers. Let the barriers down. Listen to their voices. See their faces. And understand that they love you. That they want to talk to you. That they want to guide you. They want to help you. And once you do that, they will. And you'll have everlasting friends and friendship. And they find that they've really never left you there. They just transfer it off to another dimension, which you will be with them soon or later. And uh, that's where we're in tonight. I want to thank you for joining me, and uh, I hope this is a good show. Um, at least I told you what I
wish you a very pleasant evening. Good night, everyone.